Welcome to the Main Slate Mashup, hosted by Season on DFS. I am Jamie, and I am joined by Rich and Liam, as ever. How are you boys doing? Yeah, not too bad. Just got the uh, Pittsburgh Baltimore game in the background on. Uh, as you expect, Jamie, as I imagine. <laughs> How are you doing, Rich? I'm, I'm good, yeah. Uh, surviving. Um, yeah, I've got, <laughs> got the game on as well. So. <laughs> am I, am I the only one who hasn't got the game on? Yeah, just get it on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean I'm, I'm I'm paying attention to this, but yeah, uh, definitely. I've got I've got a oh, couple shit. of sorry, uh, I've got a couple <laughs> of matchups where uh, I need certain things to happen. So I, uh, I need 83 points from big for, from Big Ben in one one league. So that's in the bag. I'm, I'm not feeling too comfortable, mate. I'll I mean, start chalking up that W now. Yeah, I mean, I need 28, so if he can get uh, anything over 30 for me, that'd be terrific. But 83, yeah, more than comfortable win. Week 13 is upon us. Cool, it's gone quickly, isn't it? It's weird, though, isn't it? Because we're not, we're not at our week 12, and we're talking about week 13. It's really, this, the fact this game has changed to this Wednesday night has really messed up my um, like body clock in, in terms of like the week. Because normally, like, you get to a certain point and you're like, right, okay, I'm starting like, looking into next week. But I'm like, oh, wow, we've actually got game tomorrow. It's really yeah, strange. Really, yeah, it's strange. It feels strange. Tomorrow? I can't remember. No, you got cancelled, didn't it? Oh, you did get cancelled. My bad. Yeah. yeah. It was the at least, at least Liam's on the ball. Yeah. I hate Thursday night games. That's why I pay attention so much to it. It gets cancelled because I get a bit excited. <laughs> I hate Thursday night games as well because if you yes. get it wrong, I've, I think I've said this before, like, you, yeah, yeah. you get a lineup choice wrong, and you just—I'm I'm just on tilt for like two days. Even so, we're, we're moving into week thirteen, and I out of week twelve. I mean, this this game was originally supposed to be played around about a week before. What what's what really weird? What just happened in the in the Steelers game? Because I've just had a message pop up on my screen saying, "Fuck me, could this get any worse?" For someone who's got Robert Griffin the third and needs a uh, yeah, he's just limped off the field. Uh, yeah, he rushing. just pulled it up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he clutching his clutching his hammy. Sorry. So, and the, uh, the the guy who uh, who posts that message will probably listen to this. So, <laughs> right, he's not facing me. You can't rely on Robert Griffin. He'll come back though. Just won't do any running. Surely. Get let's get let's get into let's get into the slate. Come let's on. get into the main slate. This let's week. get into it. Right. Uh, let's go as per normal. High priced QBs. Liam. Start us off. Who are you liking? Yes, yeah, so I quite like the look of Aaron Rodgers this week. Six eight hundred going up against Philly. Um, hasn't gone on. Well, he's only gone under twenty DK points twice this season. So obviously, he's got a quite consistent floor in terms of uh, what he can produce for your lineups. Yeah, and he's averaging three pass three passing touchdowns a game. Um, which is kind of what you need when your quarterback's not got that rushing upside, which Aaron really doesn't have too much of. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite Philly being, according to DraftKings, the fifth best passing defence in the league, I don't think they are, personally. I think that's a false stat. Um, whenever they've gone up against high-powered offences like the Rams and the Steelers, for example, they've always struggled to give up like 29, 30-plus point games to the quarterback. So, um, yeah, I like Rodgers a lot. And I feel like he could be quite a sneaky play this week. Are we really worried about Darius Slay after him getting absolutely molested by DK Metcalf? Exactly, yeah. 
No, I don't mind. And uh, it's a very nice photo of Aaron Rodgers, actually. He looks, it is. Yeah. Looks, looks. Is he smiling? Is that the first time ever he's smiling? Maybe a smirk. Rich, who do you like, mate? Um, well, I had Aaron Rodgers as one of mine, but um, let's just go to Mister Automatic, Justin Herbert. Okay. Again, it's just. I feel like I'm just repeating myself each week now. Like, just the the way he's playing, the way that the team are giving him the ball, like, another game over 300 yards, which is what you need for the bonus. Um, you know, in a game where the Buffalo defence kind of caused the Chargers offence some struggles, you know, he still put up 20 DK points, which is decent enough. Mm. Against New England... Um, I think we'll just see more of the same, to be honest. I mean, New England's defence isn't what it was in previous previous years. I think the the main thing that they've done, which means the defence doesn't seem as bad, is they slow the game right down on offence. They just choose so much clock, yeah, um, which restricts how much time their, their defence spends on the field. Um, but yeah, I feel like if you need, if you need more reasons, just go back to the last like three week's shows and I'm sure I'll just basically repeat myself okie dokie no I quite like Justin Herbert I, he, he's neither of your two are uh, Rogers or Herbert was on my my kind of my high price list I've got two and I can't really split them really I'm, I'm kind of in a, it's a toss up for me um, the first one is Ryan Tannehill yeah the one I like too yeah um, against Cleveland um, Tannehill He's just consistent. He's not seeing, if you look at like Herbert, 40, 45, 50 odd attempts, Tannehill's in 20, 31, 27, 21. He hasn't done fantastically in three of the last four weeks, but this Cleveland um, defence, is it all that really? You can pass on them. Yeah, you can. The, the only thing that I have concern about is, as you say, like the volume. Like if Derek Henry has another game where he decides that he's just running running over everyone then yeah. um, you know we could see Tannehill struggle to put up points oh, I, but... I, I fully expect them to run Henry as much as they, they, they have but all that's going to do is open up play action for um, yeah. AJ I, I feel like, that's um, what I'm seeing, that's what I'm thinking anyway I feel like Tannehill to me would be more of like a GVP play mm. rather than a, ca- okay. a cash play because just because is there a game script where I could see him passing the ball quite a lot? Yeah, if, if they struggle, you know, really establishing the run, then he could he could have a decent game. But I'd rather have like Rogers or Herbert who are going to be more consistent um, in a cash game than um, than anything. So that's personal opinion. But. Fair enough. Yeah, I was stuck between Tannehill and um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is an interesting one, isn't he? I mean, the matchup. To be honest, the, the Jacksonville defense—you kind of do what you want against them, can't you? It's it, you can, and it. I kind of the way you saw kind of Cous, um, Tannehill with, well, if they establish the run, then you're going to pound it with Henry. It's exactly the same with Cousins with that with Dalvin Cook. I think the difference is with Cook, he's coming off a bit of an injury. Um. He got a little bit banged up last, the see, last, would, last game, didn't he? See, personally, I would say the difference between the two is that uh, Cook might be the guy that the offence flows through, but 
he is also used in the passing game, which Derek Henry yeah. is not. And that, to me, I would rather Kirk Cousins in my lineup than Brian Tannehill because of that. Yeah. And you see with Tannehill, he's, he's, he's consistent on the touchdown passes recently. 3-3-2-3-1-3-2-3. Three, three, two, three, three, two, three. from week three onwards. So you're getting anywhere between two and three touchdowns. And obviously with Dalvin Cook being used in the passing game, as you mentioned, it's a real benefit to him. So I don't mind that against his trash Jacksonville defence. Um, have you boys got anyone else? Or are you happy to move on to running backs? I'm happy to move on. Lovely jubbly. Rich, start us off with running back, mate. Um, let's just start with the guy that you'll probably want to talk about anyway. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Thank you not. Like, at this point, I know he's coming off an injury, and that's why you also see like Madison's prices jumped up, I think, from it's last ridiculous. week. It's like six. Six, six seven. Nine. Six, seven, is it? Something that, I know it's, it's six, high. Nine, yeah. Six, nine, okay. I remember just seeing it, seeing it was high and being like, that's too high. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's like injury concern with Alvin Cook, but I mean, he could play three snaps and score three touchdowns against this Jacksonville defense. But like, he did fuck a lot of people last week against Carolina. Yes, and he's still the now, same price as he was last week. That's what scares the, the living the, daylights out of me. The thing is, I didn't. He didn't really mess it up. It was more like Carolina just um, Carolina ran away with the game, so they ended up having to keep throwing the ball. Yeah, that was that was the big the big issue that they had. Um, that one, because I know he, he left he left the field for a little bit, didn't he? As well, um, after, after a fumble or strip. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. is a con- which is a concern. But I mean, this is a game to get right. I think against Jacksonville, who we know struggle against the run, struggle everywhere across the field. To be fair, so yeah, it's the only small thing that concerns me, apart from the price of Dalvin Cook, is are Jacksonville going to be able to keep up? I are the Vikings going to get twenty ahead and then just give Dalvin a bit of a, a break and let Madison, hence why Madison's price has probably gone up. That's what DK are probably thinking. Is that, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, a, it's, it's a little niggly thing, especially with the nine ninety five hundred price tag. And that's the thing, like, Cook's saying he's good to go, but the Zimmer is saying that he's got an injury. So it's, obviously it's all mind games and coach speak, but, you know, Dalvin could easily be pulled for the fourth quarter and then obviously Madison's going to be in for that. Yeah, how many carries and etc. So yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult, but he's he's got a great matchup. He's a fantastic player. He could he could easily score another forty of points quite easily. Uh, Liam, who have you got? Uh, yeah, so I like quite a few guys, but I'm gonna go with Chris Carson as my first guy at six three hundred. Nice. nice. Um, Obviously, came back last week uh, from his long-term injury, which took him weeks and weeks to come back from. And he's actually he's actually pretty efficient. Uh, you know, five foot one yards per carry and a touchdown, which was decent against a pretty robust Philly defense in terms of stopping the run. And um, you know, alongside him, we saw Hyde get a ridiculous amount of touches and do tackle with it. Quite frankly, um, so I'm expecting a role reversal in terms of him and Hyde. So I'm expecting Carson to get around 20 touches this week and. Against this Giants defense, who 
yeah, you could say they're as good as Tottenham Run as Philly, but they're not going to be able to keep up with Seattle in terms of scoring points. Absolutely. So I'm kind of expecting Carson to get a lot of carries towards the end of the game and really rack up the points. I saw a tweet, or I respond, I quote, quote tweeted it from, I can't think, is it Gridiron? Or something like that, saying, putting the, uh, the snap percentages and the carries and the targets and everything between Hyde and Carson going, oh, have we got a running back by committee? I was like, no. No. No, you no, no, you really don't. don't Absolutely don't, not. Don't You've just got a returning Carson. running back from injury. Exactly. Don't compare yeah. Chris Carson to uh, Carlos Hyde. Chris, no, just, just don't do it. Yeah, don't compare um, them because Carl's Hyde is superior. So just don't bother. We'll move on swiftly from that, shall we, Rich? <laughs> um, I'm. Uh, where am I going? Um, Mr. Nick Chubb. 7,700 going up against the Titans. Um, three games back from injury, 110 yards in every single game from 19 or 20 carries, two touchdowns in those three games. He's just a machine. Give him the ball. He's running really, really well. Um, I know the Tennessee Titans defense has looked a little bit better recently. Um, But this Browns team, they are a running team. And they, they, they just want to run the ball on you. And they've got two fantastic running backs to do that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking Chubb a lot this week. Yeah, I, um, I liked Chubb a lot last week. So I think I mentioned in my article how he was due red zone touches and he got mm. them. Um, I think for me, we'll, we'll talk about the other person later, but I think I'm leaning to that other back this week just because of that same sort of uh, theory in terms of he'll get red zone touches. And therefore, that's why I... Uh, like him a bit more um, but yeah I mean Chubb's a decent player I mean look at his rushing yards for example 100 plus in the past three games so it's uh, hard to argue against that I, th- I think with Cleveland if if they got the opportunity to they'd run the ball 70 times a game oh yeah yeah that's the beautiful thing and it's um, Baker Mayfield is just a a game manager at, if, at best for them so they're going to need to lean on the run and I think they'll try and slow this game down against Tennessee and in the same way Tennessee could try and do that against Cleveland so they'll be doing exactly the same thing they'll both be trying to run the ball on each other which could could be interesting to watch uh, Rich have you got anybody else? Um, I actually two I'm surprised that... yeah I have two more as well yeah, there's a well, Derek Henry which yeah like I feel Mr Mr. Cold Weather, Mr. December. Winter is coming. Winter is yeah, coming. Exactly. Derek Henry is running through everyone. Yeah. Like, the way he looks is... Um, do you, did you ever watch um, Joan Lomu play at the 1995 World Cup? Like, clips of it. Yeah. It looks machine. very similar. Like, people trying to tackle him and he, him just going, nah, you're good. <laughs> Sit. Like, yeah, I mean, when I was playing rugby, we used to have a, I used to have a saying of like, if someone's running at you too good, you just shout your man to someone. And yeah. like, that's your, that's your problem. He is, that's your he, is, he is your man. I mean, if I'm playing in that defensive line, not on that snap, I'm playing cornerback. Not a problem, mate. Yeah. I'm not lining up down there. That's a, I want none of him. I want absolutely none of him. Who else is, who's your other guy? Uh, Miles Sanders. Yeah, that's one of mine as well. That's one of mine as well. Yeah, so they're wasting him in Philadelphia. (laughs) Fuck me. 
Well, I think he, he struggled with the injury, and I think he's, I don't know, but like, I, I feel like he's worth consideration at 6,700. I mean, Green Bay, we know, seems like they cannot stop running backs. Um, if Philadelphia are able to keep up at all with this, this offense, then I think the only way they can attack Green, Green Bay is on the, on the ground mm. with Sanders out the backfield. So he's worth consideration. What about you, Liam? Uh, yes, I was at Sanders. Other guy was Austin Eckler, uh, say 100. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, I know you're, you don't rate his page defense at all. And, Especially not good on the ground. Um, yeah, you can run on. Yeah, and Eckler's got a ridiculous amount of touches last week, especially for in the receiving game. 16 so. targets. Yeah, As exactly. McKissick-like. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, well, tell me that, because I, I had Keenan Allen in, my, uh, in, in a lot of my lineups, thinking, hello, absolute money here. And then I see that he's passing the ball to Eckler. I'm like, mate, ball's up here. But... <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully Eckler can maintain this pass-catching volume a bit more than McKissick could. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, a 7100, very nice play. Um, you know, the Chargers typically like to start fast in games and they're always competitive in them. So I expect Eckler to be game-script-proof. Uh, so, yeah, 7100, don't mind it at all. Yeah, no, I, I looked at Eckler. I, I, the price and what he did last week and the fact he's going up against the Patriots who you can run the ball on. Um, was John Kelly a bit nicked up last week? Or am I just thinking that? Not John, it's Josh Kelly, isn't it? Yeah, Joshua, yeah. Um, was he a bit dinged up? I, I'm just wondering whether or not if the Chargers get up, that they will... How do I put it? They've got... Who have they got? They've, they've, they've got basically a, a running back arsenal, haven't they? Mm. Not. Yeah. I'm not saying they're any good. Kalen Balage. Tremaine Pope, Josh Kelly. It's just whether or not they, they, they'll, they'll sprinkle those in, but you're kind of hoping that this is a close-ish game, really, that, and uh, the Chargers will, will rely on Eckler. And, yeah, if he can get anywhere near the amount of targets he had last week, then perfect. I've, I've got no one else, because I had uh, Chubb, Sanders and Carson, and we've already spoke about that. <laughs> So uh, let's, let's move on to uh, wide receivers. Um, I'll start this. I'm going off on with Mr. Matchup Proof, DK Metcalf. Don't care who he's playing. Genuinely don't care who he's playing now. He's, he literally ripped Slay and a new one last week. Well, was it last week? Monday? Can't remember when it was. Uh, yeah, 13, tar- 13 targets, 7 receptions, 177 yards. Um, I still say this, uh, with him and Lockett, it is, he's been seen a lot more than Lockett recently. It's a 1A, 1B situation, and it always has been, always will be. Um, but the only, the only kind of thought was the last two weeks, we thought with Metcalf um, going up against Peterson in Arizona, that he would get shut down like he did against Jalen Ramsey in the Rams. He did okay, 46 yards, a touchdown. And this week, everyone was kind of thinking, well, it's, it's a Tyler Lockett game um, because Metcalf's going to have Darius Lay on him. It just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't seem to matter. Um, yeah, the price is 8,200. It's, it's jumped a bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm really liking DK Metcalf this week. Um, what are your boys' thoughts on DK? 
think you said it yourself, man, check proof, right? Uh, <laughs> doesn't really matter. <laughs> Obviously, Bradbury, yeah, it's going to be an interesting matchup. But, you know, if I think if D, I think DK's one of those players who's going to just do well whoever he's up against, as you said. So, uh, yeah, I can't really complain with that selection at all. It's like Russ doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't think he's, much. he's just, I'm just going to throw DK the ball. Why wouldn't you? He's, yeah, he's, exactly, he's, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a big... Big man, let's put it that way. Uh, uh, Rich, go on, tell us. Uh, uh, obviously, we all like him. You're going from one guy who's like matchup proof, whose quarterback doesn't care what type of coverage he's facing. Devontae Adams, very similar kind of story. Yeah. Uh, like triple coverage, yeah, he'll get it. He's going to he? Darius Slay again, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I like Well, he, you know, it's not like he's not used to him. From from uh, time when Slay was in Detroit, so um, I, I, as we said, we liked Rogers in this in this uh, in this game, and I think Devontae Adams, it, like it or low, that he gets a vast majority of the of the targets in that offense. So yeah, if Rogers is having a good game, Adams is having a good game. Agreed, agreed, mate. Liam, what about you? Um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go for a guy who's coming off the COVID list in Adam Phelan at yeah. 7,300. He's due targets, isn't he? Obviously, we saw oh, Jefferson yeah. essentially take his role last week and Cousins with such a, such a concentrated pass funnel. Uh, it's going to be Phelan against the ball this week, in my opinion. Um, and it's going to be, as Jacksonville mentioned, their poor defence, um, getting a per game average of 42 DK points to the receiver position. Um, and obviously, with all the ends and uses of Phelan is getting... Uh, I think it's it's just too nice a play to ignore, and uh, he'll be in my lineups quite a bit. You're on mute, Jamie. There we go. That's even better. <laughs> I was saying same for me. Um, no, yes. I'm, I like Adam Pena quite a lot. Um, I've got obviously I've, I've I like Metcalf. Um, I like Thielen. The two other guys kind of stand out a little bit for me. Um, AJ Brown. Um, I've always been a bit tentative about AJ Brown just because of the you can't, the volume, right? The volume, but yeah. you can't always break off a sixty-yard touchdown run. You can if you hit. Kind of seems to keep doing it. So. Yeah. So, like you say, you can't do it, but it's the same. It's the same kind of reason as um, people say, "Well, you can't really trust Tyler Lockett because he's like too efficient with how he gets the ball from Russ." And it's like, well, at what point does it actually just become? That is just the player he is. Exactly. He's not seen tar- he saw six targets last six targets, four receptions last week for touchdown, sixty-nine yard longest 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 catch, which was a touchdown. And you got Ravens against the Ravens, four for seven and a touchdown. He's just pretty consistent. You kind of know what you're gonna get with AJ Brown. So I quite like AJ Brown. And also um Alan Robinson. Trubisky's been named the star this yeah. week. Um, we know how much Trubisky likes Alan Robinson. He just sees... He's kind of like a bit of a, a Keenan Allen light target-wise. He just gets peppered. It's like Allen Different targets as well, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Like, Allen's... I don't know if feel as like Allen can necessarily get one and go just, you know, 70-yard touchdown, whereas I feel like Robinson's are because they're on the outside. Yeah, and also, 
garbage time is fantastic for Alan Robinson. Not even that. Like, it, to be fair, to be fair to him, Mitch Trubisky, when he was in that game, game last week, he looked good. He looked, like, he looked okay. He, he, he looked absolutely fine. So, and, and fine, I, is, I fine is good for Alan yeah. Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Fine is good. Yeah, he's 6,700 going up against the Detroit Lions, who they've fired their uh, coach and fired Patricia and uh, what's the GM called? I can't remember his name. Um, Bob Quinn? Yeah. 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 yeah, and Bob Quinn. So, it could be interesting that maybe the Lions will be up for it now. They've got rid of their coach, but yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just going to pepper Alan Robertson with targets. Um, Rich, who else have you got, buddy? Um, Keen Allen, just keep it short with him. Very similar to Herbert. So I think I know where what your stack might be, Rich. Mm-hmm. It's the and, same every and week. Your, and your DK like lineup in, until it changes. Like I don't see how until yeah. the situation changes. Like I don't see how you can't. Like you know, you're saying, oh, it wasn't very good. And it's like ten ten targets, four receptions. He got the, it. He got he got the touchdown, which kind of like saved his fancy day but I mean he's just he's the first read in this offence I know they maybe wanted to see just how much they could give Eckler last week but I think you'll see see this stuff going back to Keenan Allen he had a couple of um, not I wouldn't say drops but like passes that he would normally have caught last week as well so I'm fine with it don't change what's not broken anybody else uh, Michael Thomas, seven thousand. Um, the thing that worries me a little bit is the lack of touchdown opportunity, because we, you know, Taysom Hill continues to not throw touchdowns. <laughs> continues, which yeah. is Hill doesn't have as many touchdowns as most of them. He doesn't have any many touchdowns as like Hecker. Is it Hecker? The punter from Johnny the Rams? From the Rams. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he's throwing more touchdown passes, I'm pretty sure, in his career. Um, but the targets are there. Like we saw what he did against Atlanta uh, just two weeks ago. So I'm not saying we'll see an exact re- repeat of that, but if we see something similar, then you know, he has the ability to. Yeah, just same again will be three times value. You'd be happy with that. Yeah, exactly. Where? What about you, Liam? Uh, yeah, there's one more for me. Uh, Cooper Cup, sixty-one hundred. Um, following the Jack Humphrey theory in a way, have targeting slot receivers against Arizona. Um, Cup is seeing fifty-four point three percent of his snaps from the slot. Hence. He's a slot receiver. Um, his production's kind of been a bit of a roller coaster. Um, as you can see, if you watch a YouTube video, 20 targets against Miami, then seven against Seattle, then 13 against Tampa Bay, and then five against San Fran. Um, if you're following that trend, he's going to see an increased volume of targets this week in a very nice matchup. And um, last season, he torched Arizona for 164 yards, two touchdowns in the both games he played uh, combined. So um, I like that trend to continue quite a lot. What, what was I don't know if you've got it in front of you I don't that's why I'm asking what was um, how much does Bobby Woods play in the, in the slot oh, I could well for last week or in general just in general I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm interested by that 
Okay, one second. Give me a kind of similarish receivers. That's the only reason I'm asking. Yeah, one sec. I'm player, player profiling now. Um, Robert Woods. He has been seeing 26.8. Okay. Interesting, because I think Woods last week. I, I, we'll get on to Woods in the in the mid to low value anyway. He's slightly cheaper than than Cooper Cup, but yeah, no, I do like a little bit of Cooper Cup. Um, I think the thing with is is about geek, uh, Jared Goff needs needs time in the pocket. Really, he needs more time against San Francisco. He really didn't have any time against Tampa Bay. It was a really good game plan. Um, this should be a really good game. Usually the Rams at the cards is, is a is a pretty good game. So I'm expecting yeah. points. So yeah, Cooper Cup at sixty one hundred is, is is a nice play, mate. It's a nice play. Um let's go on to tight ends. Rich, start us off, buddy. Aaron Waller. <laughs> oh my god. We 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 are still going back, are we? Like I don't the thing is for me is is he a tight end or is he a receiver? Because for me, it feels like a receiver. Like, you know, we say the tight end position is so dependent on touchdowns. So you're basically just looking for a touchdown opportunity. Yeah. Like Darren Waller, he's, he's not that. So I feel like I'm kind of happy to put him in. Yes, he had a bad game last week. That entire offense had a bad game last week um, in what should have been a smash play for them. I know he... His price has gone up by 100, um, but then it is the Jets who have struggled throughout the season on offense and defense. So, Can I, can I just say something about Waller? Um, yeah. Well, not specifically about Waller, but, but more sp- specifically about that game. All I hear is how the Raiders didn't play very well. No one says the fact the Falcons' defense shitted them up. And I pointed the Falcons' defense out last week. 28 DK points last week. Yeah, I mean, it, they, also... they got taken over. The, the, the Falcons' D line absolutely mauled their O line. That's also. So they also had some costly penalties at bad times as well, which meant they ended up having to chase the game. <laughs> but they've, they've, in, in, in theory, even with that, they've got to score more than six points. Yeah. No, I get that. That's the only Derek thing. Carr, I think, I think they will come out. Ghosts, I think, they will come out firing this week I think, against the Jets. But yeah, I think this is like the fifth week or sixth, maybe even eighth week running that we've, we've recommended Darren Waller. So he had, he's had a bad game, good game, bad game, good game, bad game. So on that kind of theory, he's going to have a very good game this week. So yeah, <laughs> 6100 uh, going up against the Jets. Uh, Liam, where are you at, buddy? Um, yeah, I don't mind Waller. Um, I think if Galladay doesn't play, I'm looking at Hawkinson a, a fair bit in terms of the high price guys. Yeah. Um, he's just getting the targets without Galladay being in the lineup. Um, I believe Galladay didn't practice today, no, so of course, um, you know that kind of leads you to think that maybe he hasn't didn't have much of a chance of. Unless he sees a full practice, not much of a chance of playing on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean. It's kind of that same theory with all of the tight ends. If they're getting the targets, then you play them. And uh, so uh, I'm hoping that Hawkinson can reward me um, and my faith and trust in the target process and uh, playing in this week in some lineups. Yeah, that's fair enough, mate. I like where you're coming from there. Um, I do like Hawkinson, um, but I, I prefer Evan Ingram more. Um, you're going up against. Uh, Daniel Jones isn't playing. 
the likelihood is with his injury. So it'll be what Colt McCoy. Yeah. yeah. Um, just throw it to your big tight end. I, I still, I'm. It doesn't massively concern me that Daniel Jones isn't won't be starting. Um, nine targets last week, six receptions, 129 yards. Um, he's seen 10, 10, three and nine targets in the last four weeks. 12, 15, and 20 points. 4,900. Going up against Seattle, who can be had in the air. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, I expect a few kind of quick balls out of McCoy's hands because the, the Seahawks seem to literally just be trying to blitz so much because their their secondary's awful. So 4,900 going up against the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, I quite like Evan Ingram this week. Has anybody got anybody else? For me. Rich, or is it just Darren Wallace here? Just Darren Wallace. Cool. Um, defence. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say... I think you should throw it to Liam, because you know, it must be nice for him to, to say mm-hmm. his, his team's defence is effective. So. Liam, just, just you say your, your team's defence, because um, I suspect that's exactly who me and Rich are, uh, are on this week, if we're on the high price defences. Yeah, I mean, I actually have someone else as well. Oh, but, um, my God, really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. so do I. But, you know, let's yeah. start I mean, Miami, it's, right? it's Miami. Like, I mean, Xavier Howard's the lockdown corner. I think he's PFS second-graded cornerback in the league, which I don't know who's above him, to be honest, because he's just getting interceptions every game, uh, locking down while receiving number ones. And, uh, you know, Brandon Allen, I believe, is back at quarterback again this week after a uh, interesting performance last weekend. And, um, yeah, Miami is just... The defence from Miami is winning them games. Um, the the offence hasn't been amazing. Um, and, you know, Emilio's the Jets last week. So, you know, pretty, probably the easiest match for the season. But uh, Cincinnati aren't going to be much better, in my opinion. And uh, I think regardless of whether two or Fitz is back and under QB, I think the defence is going to perform either way. And it's uh, going to be the, t- the part of the team that's going to take it to the next level. Yeah, play him at the play him basically. Here's my some quick summary. Just play him. Forty four hundred. Um, who is your second one, Liam? Uh, yeah, so it's Rich's uh, Green Bay Packers. And that's the team I've got as well. Um, they're playing Carson Wentz. Um, he's thrown a per game average of one point three six interceptions a game, and has been sacked four point two times a game, which is by far the most per game amount for any QB in the league and um, Green Bay is an informed defence so I'll happily if you are looking to get a discount on defence and you want to stay premium I'd happily pay or get $600 discount and play Green Bay uh, in my lineups because I really like them this week and that was your uh, have you got anything else to add to that Rich? Nope that was your other defence was it? that was my other defence yeah I've uh, my one was the Dolphins, so um, shall we scoot on to kind of mid to low value players? That we've yeah, done all right. Do um, I just find this, this bit more fun. It is. This <laughs> is more interesting. It's loads of good value. That's what I like. Um, if you just find it so much fun, Rich, start us off with quarterbacks. Uh, okay. Philip Rivers, 5,900. Yep. Um, I don't really know what to make of this Tennessee offense. To be fair, I know they keep saying they want to be a run, a run running defense. But last couple of games, they've given Philip Rivers the ball uh, and asked him to pass it. So yeah. 
the price is really good as well. I mean, when you look at some of the guys that are priced over him, um, Taysom Hill being one that kind of stuck out to me as a, a name to kind of raise an eyebrow at a little bit. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'd be happy to put him in. I mean, yeah. 5,900 if he gets, what is it? What is he averaging over the last three games? Like what, 20 points? If he gets that, you're happy. Yeah, yeah. you will be. That's yeah, yeah. Liam, who have you got, buddy? Um, yeah, I'm going back so well with Eric Carr. Um, I will, I will, I will oh, say, I will say, yeah, yeah. I mean, my uh, my SLD performance uh, was not very. Yeah, unpleasant. I was very shocked when I saw that score. Well, Derek Carr was uh, one of the main culprits of uh, that shocking score. Um, but no, I will say that I'd keep an eye on the weather for this game. Um, it, it's projected to be 26 mile hour winds at the moment with gusts of about 40 plus. Um, obviously, that has a big impact on the passing. So if that is persistent heading into maybe Saturday night, Sunday morning, I wouldn't be playing Derek Carr uh, in any of my lineups. Um, but if that isn't the case, then I feel he's obviously in a great spot against the Jets. Um, you know, he's, as we keep saying with Derek Carr, players around this price value, he's got a great chance of returning the 3.5 to 4 times value you need. Yeah. Um, and he's taking on the Jets, as we said, who give up 23.7 DK points per game to the QB position. So, yeah, if the wins uh, stays away from New York, I quite like Carr this week when he's got low ownership as well. Cool. No, I like Derek Carr. Um, I've, I've, um, I've gone with Mitch Trash Bisky. Yeah, he was. He's actually my other one. Yeah, I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. Fifty-four hundred at home against the Lions. Yeah, and he didn't look. You could get bad Mitch Trubisky, but he looked like he was actually good Trubisky when he I'd came like in. I'd like to see Mitch run a bit more. He's his latest. Yeah. He is athletic. He got what twenty-one, twenty-one point seven eight points last week. Just over 50% completion, three touchdowns, two interceptions. I wouldn't worry about the interceptions on DK. You get minus one point for Yeah, what's that do? Yes. 5,400. Yeah. Uh, if, if you can get 20 odd points from him again, you're laughing. Happy days. Who else has got someone else? Not from me, personally. Rich? Nope. Right. There's another one that was kind of on the, seeing as you boys haven't got one, I'll chuck in one that I scribbled off my list. It's Jared Goff. Um, yeah, I thought that. But every time I feel like I want to play Jared Goff, he's, he stinks it. So. <laughs> but it's, it's that if you, if you like, the, the, the if you're keen on a Woods or a Cup, it's not going to be against the cards. It, and it's probably going to be a high-scoring game. Um, it's not a bad thing to... To stack a Jared off with them, fifty eight hundred. Um, but yeah, there was a reason I scribbled it off my list and had Mitch Trubisky in, instead. But yeah, um, if you want to, if you, if, as I said, if you're liking the the cup or the Woods wide receiver trio, then stacking with Goff would be okay with me. Um, Liam, let's go on to uh, running backs. Um, hit us up with a running back. Uh, yes, obviously, quite. A, I like quite a lot of the higher price guys. So I only found one guy that I was sort of considering lower price, and that's Gio Bernard, uh, fifty-two hundred. Um, I always didn't have the best game last week against um, New York Giants, um, but you know it's perfect bounce back spot against Miami. Um, you know I watched this team week in week out, and if it's one thing we can't defend, it is running backs. Um, 
you know, we've given up an average, a per game average, say, sorry, of 139 scrimmage yards a game. Um, and that's kind of Geo's specialty as he can't really get into the end zone that well anyway. Mm. Um, so I think as a as a flex play, which he will be he will be for me in my lineups, I don't mind Geo at all in terms of getting that maybe 15-point mark that I'd need. Cool. Rich, what about you, buddy? Um, yeah, I've got... I've got quite a few. Yep, so have I. <laughs> Go on. So I'll tell you if, if any of yours are on my list as well. I mean, do you mean what do you mean? Reel them off and then talk about like, my favourite? Reel, reel them off. Okay, so Latavius Murray. Okay. Booker. Yeah, I've got him. Montgomery. I've got him. Hines. I've got Hines slash Taylor. But Hines more than Taylor, yeah. Hunt. Yeah. And then I'm going bargain basement because I'm not sure if Taylor's going to play Wilkins. Oh, okay. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's let's talk about Hines and Wilkins and that situation there because I think that's I'll grab that's kind of interesting, right? So, Jonathan Taylor, I've not seen that he's, I've not I've not actually seen any more news about his COVID listing. Uh, is he expected to play? He was a close contact, weren't he? If his girlfriend had yeah. it or something. Uh, he was activated uh, today. Off the okay. Link. Okay. Even so, I think, okay, so that might rule out my Wilkins um, pick, but I still think the Hines pick is still still really valid. I mean, he's Hines has been the, the pass-catching guy for for the Colts, and he's been used. He, you, we spoke about it before. It seems like Taylor gets the first go at yep. it. Then the team goes to Hines, and then it just kind of mixes in Hines and Wilkins. Mm. Seems to be the third plan. So <laughs> Hines, frustratingly enough, as I own Jonathan Taylor in a few leagues, seems to be getting the goal line work too, or at least that's how it feels as a Jonathan Taylor owner. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'd be happy to put him in against Houston that are woeful against oh, uh, running backs. I think they, I think I saw something that was like you can run two plays, norm, on average, and you'll get your first down. It's over five yards that they're giving up on average. Jeez, that's not good. Which is talent. Um, so yeah, that's that's my re- reasoning for. I like Hines. that behind as well. Who do you want to talk about next? Your list. Um, Should we keep it quick on Devontae Booker? If Jacobs, yeah, if Jacobs that's doesn't, it. if Jacobs doesn't play, you play Devonte Booker. If Jacobs does play, you don't play him. Yeah, that's yeah. it. There you go. That's pretty simple, and they, that's why they're priced for fifty-five hundred. Yeah. Um, Gruden likes him, but yeah, if uh, you want to bit that Raiders backfield and Jacobs isn't playing, then Devonte Booker. But, and I said to you earlier, Rich, even if Jacobs is playing, I wouldn't play Jacobs because he's not he's not healthy. No, and he's he's a bit of a risk for me. Because um, it was it was a hip that he was struggling with, wasn't it, uh, yeah. last week? And then he picked up an ankle injury as well. So I think I wrote about it in my white, waiver wire piece actually about Monty Booker. Yeah, but yeah, the Booker if uh, if Jacob isn't playing. Um, talk to me about David Montgomery. He's on my list as well. Matchup and yeah, yeah if you had the concern that he wasn't going to get the workload when he came back in because of his concussion or whatever, then I think you can kind of alleviate that. Yeah, um, he he does well when he's given the opportunity, and I think you know he kind of had a semi decent performance 
um, against uh, against Detroit Week One. I mean, there were a couple of things that you'd, you'd wish you saw more of. I mean, you'd like to have seen him do a bit more in terms of his yards per carry, mm. um, and to be a little bit more involved in receiving work. But I mean, we've we've seen the Chicago um, offense really does just roll through the run game primarily and Detroit cannot they, they've got worse as the season's gone on against running backs so I'd, uh, I'd feel fine about putting them in yeah I'm the same I I was pretty hard David Montgomery at the start of this season when in start of drafts I was drafting him probably a little bit yeah, earlier, I'm, I'm earlier than other people yeah, you were uber on David Montgomery because, I remember doing a mock draft with you I think you took him in like the third round or something yeah. Because I was basing that purely on he's going to see the ball. He's going to touch the ball 25 times a game. Just volume is the volume for him. And the fact that Tariq Cohen went down really, really helped on that. Um, because he's just seeing targets as well. So what is six targets, three targets, five targets, five targets, five, eight, six. That adding to the, the Russian attempts and is, is a real bonus, especially in PPR leagues and people are scoring like, they, like it is on DraftKings. So, yeah, 5,500 going up against Detroit. It's really nice. Um, who is next on your list, Rich? Kareem let's Hunt, talk, right? Yeah, let's talk about Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah. My player of the week last week. I mean, we kind of, we kind of mentioned oh, it. Oh, boy. <laughs> we, we kind of mentioned it at the top with um, Nick Chubb. Yep. These boys like to run the ball. Yeah. It would appear. Uh, so, yeah, he might have been player of the week last week. Shit the bed. It's kind of, yeah, shit the bed. caught on like the three-yard line or two, whatever it was for a touchdown. I was, that was really annoying as well. Yeah, he did so well to get down there. And then they're like, nah, put Chubb in. I know, I was, oh, yeah. yeah it was, I was not happy. i tell you what, though, it'll be the exact opposite this week. I can guarantee it. That's fine. If Chubb runs off a 75-yard run, that's fine. If Chubb <laughs> in for the touchdown, it's all good. It's all good. But that, it, it, I, I think, as, as, as Rich mentioned, we mentioned earlier, was that the Browns want to run the ball. And if they can run it 50 or times a game, they would. Really. Yeah. So, yeah, 5,400. His price has dropped from last week, another 200. So, yeah, he's, it's really, really tempting. Kareem Hunt again this week for me. Um, I've got one. Um, Lim, what's... Um, Breeder, is he he back? There's, I think Gaskin oh. might be back. Um, so that would obviously that Gaskin, put Breeder's yeah. situation into nil. Yeah, that was nil point. Point. trying to work out whether or not Gaskin um, is back or not. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Gaskin's going to be back. Um, but yeah, keep in mind that situation. Um, but yeah, yeah. If Gaskin wasn't wasn't back, then I'd be t- or or I'd, and Ahmed's injured as well, isn't he? Yeah, Ahmed's injured. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've got written here, Breeder, if Gaskin and Ahmed are out. So yeah, forty-four, yeah. forty-four hundred. I, I, I don't hate it going up against Bengals. Um, let's go wide receivers. Um, Rich, who have you got? Um, I How have, long is your list? I, I only have a, I have a smaller list of wide receiver, but one of them I think is uh, okay. I think we we'll talk about him for Perryman. Yeah, one of my one of my oh, three thousand nine hundred. <laughs> my God, I genuinely thought I was gonna get I was gonna get Perriman to myself. 
No, I mean, I, I, I mentioned him in my, in my waiver wire. Right? Oh. Like, considering this guy is thought of as being inconsistent, he's become consistent. Yep. Well, he was consistent um, at the back end of last season for the Tampa Bay, wasn't he? Yeah, but the issue is that, you know, we, we thought that the, the return of Darnold would mean the 48 million targets for James and Crowder. Crowder. <laughs> yeah. Didn't happen. Um, yeah, it seems 30. as though maybe Joe Flacco whispered <laughs> something to, to Darnold and said, look, look, fella, if you just want to, if you just want to do something, just launch it downfield as hard as you can towards he'll Crowder and he'll get it half the time. So, <laughs> half the time is all you, it's good enough. As they said in Anchorman, what is it, you know, 90% of the time it works every time. Like, <laughs> that's all you need. You just need half, half of it. Like, he's, he's been really cons- like, consistent, double-digit points in the last three games. One of those being against New England where he popped off for two touchdowns. Yeah. The matchup against Vegas, we've seen you can get them through the air if you want. So, let's go. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all over Sharp him this week. I love him. Um, Liam, give us one of yours. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, sticking with that same team, Denzel Mims, 4100. Um, to be honest, pretty much the same reasons as Rich regarding Perryman. Um, I think Mims is the fourth most target receiver in the league from the last four weeks. Um, and he's seen a fairly similar target share to Perryman. Yeah. Um, it's basically, he's the A to Perryman's B in a sense. Um, mm. And yeah, I think it, it's it's a it's picking who you want or who you prefer. I think I prefer Mims, um, but yeah, I mean, it's Rich kind of explained it for me really in terms of why you need to play New York Jets receivers against this Las Vegas defense. Yes, I did look at Mims and then kind of lean towards Perriman just over him. Just I don't know why I even looked at Crowder and I. I the Jets just need to target Crowder a lot as well, but especially more than they did last week, let's put it that way. Um, You're just saying that because you've got 58 million shares here. <laughs> with Jameson Crowder. I, Every single draft, Liam, that I did with, with Jamie, David Montgomery, Jameson Crowder. And I took both of them around early. You've got to get your guys, you? Exactly. I went and got my guy, Jameson Crowder, it looked really good at the start of the season. <laughs> really, really good. Um, I have got, um, he's kind of on the cusp, really, of he's, of, he's a high-priced, mid-to-low guy. Uh, it's Bobby Woods. Um, the Rams going up against the Cardinals this week. Um, I know you've, we've talk, you've mentioned, Liam, about the um, exploiting the slot receiver against the Cardinals. Um, and yes, totally agree, but also... It's Bobby Woods. He sees lots of targets, usually not as many as many as Cooper Cup, but he's seen more the last two weeks. And he also gets in the occasional run. He's got two rushing touchdowns in the last four weeks. So that's just an added little bonus from like three yards out, two yards out. But yeah, 12 targets against San Francisco for 80 yards um, and 15 targets for 130 against Tampa Bay. I think it's, I've mentioned earlier, I think this is going to be a fairly high scoring game. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have a piece, either a piece of Bobby Woods or Cooper Cup. But if I want to save a couple of hundred else to go elsewhere, then yeah, I'll go with, with uh, Robert Woods. Um, thoughts on Robert Woods, guys? Any, anything to add? 
No, I think you said it. Yeah. For me. Lovely. Um, Rich, who else have you got? Uh, Davis from Tennessee. 5,100. 51, yeah. He's had a sneaky, decent season. Yeah. Like, I kind of picked him up in as many dynasty leagues as I could. Um, because you could get him for cheap, and at worst, he's going to be in a new, new offense next year. Yeah. Um, but he's doing, he's doing well in this offense. I think match up again against uh, Cleveland. Like, we spoke about this, that they, um, you know, they don't have a great secondary. So you, you're kind of getting a cheaper exposure to, to the game um, than AJ Brown. But you're still getting a similar amount of upside, I would say. Yeah. No, Davis has been sneaky good this year. Consistent, let's put it that way. Yeah, I think yeah, he has. The word. Yeah, I mean, he's only really thrown up one stinker. That was against really Chicago. Really, in DK points, which was against Chicago. Yeah. In week nine. And to be honest, you shouldn't have been playing him in that game because oh. Chicago's secondary is mean. Yes. Um, have you got anyone else? I do. I'm going to stick, stick with um, the Colts team from quarterback and stick with my man. Yeah, here's my other guy. Mr. Pittman. Yeah, I've got Pittman as well. A bit of a disappointment last week, even with nine targets. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh, it's just, it's a weird one because I, f- I feel like, so if I'm playing a cash game, I want Pittman. If I'm playing a GBP, then I'll probably mix in some Hilton. Um, but. Pittman to me is the guy that I, I kind of want in my lineups more. He's athletic and he's kind of everything you want. He's, he is getting those targets. Yes, he didn't do anything with them last week, but targets are a massive indicator of success yeah. for, for wide receivers, right? If you're not getting the ball thrown towards you, you can't catch it. Simple. Agreed. Um, Liam, what about you? Oh, Rich, you said my guy, Pittman. Uh, yeah, my list was Pittman, Mims, and Perryman. Well, let's not forget as well, actually, Roby is now, you know, stop taking drugs, kids. That's my advice. So he's uh, he's not available. So No, he is not. Who is it? Who's the, um, the Texas strength and conditioning coach? Brian Cushing, isn't it? The guy who got done for PEDs God knows how many times. Yeah. They actually have the same um, personal trainer, Will Fuller, and yeah. uh, coach. Ravy as well, so yeah, it's awkward, isn't it? Um, yeah, there's there's two cheapy cheapo guys that I'm willing to speculate on a little bit in a couple of lineups. Um, first one's Darnell Mooney, uh, another bear. He's on these. From what I've seen of Mooney, he looks pretty good. He's just the quarterbacks are shite. Yeah, that's exactly it. He's, he gets separation. The amount of times he's either been overthrown or underthrown is ridiculous. He saw nine targets last week. Um, at 3,400, I think it's a real kind of just shot, shot to nothing, really. You're, hoping, you're kind of hoping for a, for a touchdown and one of those deep balls to, to land somewhere near him that he can catch the ball. <laughs> yeah, it feels similar to me as like Anthony Miller last yeah. season. Yeah. Like it's that kind of, he could pop off. Um, yeah. You, you, yeah, you just got to be lucky enough to play him when he does. Um, yeah. Another one is talking about PEDs um, and Will Fuller being out for six games. 
I'm not a Matt. Kiki Kuti just disappeared no, 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 no. for God. I just feel like this is. I feel like Kiki Kuti is a trap. Like I just Kiki, everyone's talking Kiki. about him, and I feel like everyone's talking to him to the point where I feel like he's going to fail. But at thirty five hundred, can can you can probably afford him to get two targets for ten yards, or and maybe a touchdown or five four receptions for thirty yards and seven point? You you take it if you can for thirty five hundred near the min price. And the fact that yeah. they don't, the, the Texans could really do with a wide receiver like Kenny Stills right now. <laughs> and the fact that they, they, they parted ways mutually is just ridiculous, especially before the Will Fuller news. So they've basically got Randall Cobbs on IR. They've got Brandon Cooks, Kiki QT, uh, who else? Anyone else name me some Texans? DeAndre Carter or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of think maybe that they might try and integrate, um, might play some two tight end sets with Fells and Akins. Love to see that. Say, you, yeah. When you say you think you might, do you, do you actually mean they'll have to because there's no one else on the roster? I was trying to be polite. Yeah, don't be polite, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I were them, I'm playing a lot more two tight end sets. Because I think Aikens, I like Aikens, even though he had brick hands last week. Um, so yeah. I just looked at HoustonTexans.com. First of all, if you're listening to this and you work for Houston Texans, you need to update your website because you're saying that Will Fuller's on your on your depth chart. I don't think I don't think he is. Um, they've got Isaiah Coulter as a. Oh, they got Coulter. Yeah, he's a rookie, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Still. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'd be more, kind of more. Uh, what is Coulter's price anyway? It's, yeah, uh, it's got to be staying mid, surely. Got be. I'm not even going to look. Oh, there we Can go. Can you imagine if they made it less than min? Yeah. Like they just, they just, they just went. Nah, it's not going to happen. I'm not sure. I'm going to trust Isaiah Coulter, who hasn't seen any targets, or I don't even know if he's got on the field so far this season. Looking at details. That's the guy that's going to pop off and sell a QT. There you go. Expected to see more reps moving forward following news that Will Fuller has been suspended. As in more reps, as in more than naught. Yeah. So, <laughs> two I'm, telling you, I'm telling you now, this is the guy that's going to pop oh, off and say QT. Everyone expects it to be QT. And the Texans, being the Texans, will give him the ball. This guy. Out of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> you heard, you heard it first here. You heard it first here. Uh, let's go on to tight ends. Rich, go on, smash us a tight end. <laughs> um, let me make your own jokes with that one. Uh, um, I've got a few tight ends, so uh, yeah. I'll go. I'll go Johnny Smith first. Okay. Mister Mister Touchdown, Mister Touchdown Dependent. They all are. But it seems he's a forty-one, I think. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, forty-one hundred. Yeah. There we go. Um, it just seems, yeah, he, he is touch independent, but he's getting those red zone targets from Frontana Hill. So, yeah. He, so he does look ridiculously stacked in this little picture he's got here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looks pretty stacked when you see him in a bigger picture, too. <laughs> like the one on your wall, Rich, yeah? Hmm? Nothing. Uh, it's actually in my private collection. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't think he knew about it, but clearly you do. That was just a good guess. He's forty-one hundred going up against Cleveland. 
yeah, you've seen red zone targets. Um, he's just ridiculously athletic as well. So he scored two rushing touchdowns in the last. No, he hasn't. He scored one rushing touchdown in the last uh, two weeks. Um, for the, well, yes, it was for the one yard line, but yeah, 41, 4100. I don't hate that price. Um, I'll come back to you if you're others rich. Liam, what have you got, buddy? Robert Tonyan, 3700. Bobby. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was one of mine as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you like Rogers, you've got to like Robert, uh, Bobby Tonyan, really, haven't you? I mean, he's a uh, back to back double digit performances, um, touchdowns in each, admittedly, but anyone, well, basically all the time, they're such independent at the moment. Um, so I'll take Bobby Tonyan in a more friendly matchup against Philly, who haven't been great against tight ends in general the whole year. Um, and Rogers is going to pass all over his defence, so I'll happily have a bit of Bobby Tonyan. Thank you very much. Yes, I do like Bobby Tonyan as well. Um, um, one of mine is, is Mike Kosicki. Yes. Or as I like to call him, Mike. Big Mike. First, name, first, first name terms, Rich. <laughs> I forgot first, first that Brian Fitzpatrick was the quarterback when I was yeah. giving him Billy Big Bollocks. <laughs> and, and, and I've literally, I've literally just got next to Mike Kosicki if Fitzpatrick's the quarterback. Yeah. I, I, I forgot, I forgot Fitzpatrick playing. was going to be the quarterback. Yeah. If Fitz is, if Fitz is playing, I'm all over Kosicki. Um, yeah, five targets last week, only two receptions for touchdown. But um, they had a very pretty good connection at the start of the season. And 4,200. Love it, especially going up against Cincinnati. Anyone else got anything else to say on Mr. Mike Kosicki? No, you covered it pretty well. Cool. Um, go on then, um, Rich. Hit us with your next one. Uh, Hooper, 3,800. Hooper, yeah, Hooper, yeah. It's like we've seen that this this passing offense isn't doesn't have a lot of volume to go around, but um, you know he Hooper is is part of that. So he has touchdown upside and he gets red zone targets. So that's what we that's what we're looking for, isn't it? In the tight end. So cool. Liam, who else have you got? Uh, he's healthy. I quite like Irv Smith this week. Uh, 3,200, I think he is. Um, might be wrong. I think he's 32. Is he less yeah. than 32? He's 32. 32. Yeah, if he's healthy, I quite like him. Um, you know, the game where he was healthy in week nine, he got two touchdowns. Um, and I think with Rudolph Rodgers Reindeer getting loads of uh, t- uh, targets last week and getting loads of the ball, I think uh, if he is back, then it'll be. Uh, Smith's uh, job next week and to get a bit more touches from uh, Cousins and uh, him and Phelan will have a very nice day I think uh, take a play on that yeah Do you not think that the fact that Rudolph got more targets was because there was no Adam Thielen? Yeah maybe Um, but I'd also say that Jefferson got a lot more touches because there was no Adam Thielen so I think they're both going I think obviously if uh, Smith is back then I feel it's going to be positive, obviously, him and Phelan in terms of touches, and then that's going to reflect negatively on Rudolph and uh, Jefferson, well, personally. Smith was a non-participant in practice on when. Yeah, it's definitely one to monitor. Yeah, um, one to monitor. You want to see him get a full practice in, hopefully, yeah. really, don't you? For, uh, probably by Friday. Um, I've got... Where am I looking? Da, 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 da. I feel like I'm going to this boy every single week. Straight burn. <laughs> 
it's, it's hard to like Trey Bird, isn't it? Yeah. Every single week, Trey Bird. Thirty-five hundred. Love the price going up against Houston. Love the matchup. Um, two touchdowns the last two weeks. He hasn't really been used in in like the the rushing game in the last um, recently, but he did for a couple of weeks get a couple of rushing touchdowns in kind of a wildcat formation. But yeah, I I, I like the matchup. He's he's seeing red zone targets as we always say with tight ends. It's really important. And uh, yeah. 3,500 is good for me. Has anybody got any more? Higgins. Yeah. yeah. Where's this price? 2,900. Rick Hans Aikens last week. <laughs> that really, really disappointed me. Tell us why, Rich. Yeah. Well, the, well, the price allows you to do a lot of other things yep. that are fun, right? <laughs> like, you, well, you're talking that, you know, I mentioned Johnny Smith. We were mentioned uh, Robert Tonyan, like Aikens is around a thousand less than either of those. Yeah. Um, and that means you can spend up at other positions, which is probably kind of what you want on this slate. So that's kind of the main reason. I mean, he's getting the red zone looks and we, we spoke about the, the fact that Will Fuller's not there, which might lead to more two tight end sets. So there we go. There we go. Sometimes it's it feels simple. <laughs> it's, it's it's never simple, Rich. It's never simple. It, I didn't say it is. I said it feels simple. <laughs> uh, should we move on to defense? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay, uh, go on, then, Liam. Take us up with your, your your mid to low value defense that you like. Make a guess where I'm going, Jamie. Uh, are you going for my defense? Well, get? maybe, but I'll, I'll, I'll be targeting the same offense every single week. I can't remember. Uh, okay, uh, I'll tell where you. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it's it? It's uh, down the bottom. Yeah. New York. Yeah. I mean, it's the same reasons every single week. Um, you know, Wilson's getting sacked 3.2 times a game. Yeah. And. Uh, as you can see, if you watch on YouTube or if you can't on podcast, the, the New York Giants are basically getting two to three sacks a game anyway. So they're bang on the average yeah. of what Wilson's being sacked. Um, and I think Wilson's through 10 picks in 11 games, which, you know, it's about one a game. So I think even if, you know, New York, you think, you think New York's get absolutely battered by Seattle, there's a good chance they're going to get like six to eight points, which for a, a defense is 2,200. That's all you need. And it's it's rinsed and repeat, but it, it's worked every single week pretty much. So it's kind of hard to not do that every single week. I like the thinking, mate. I like the thinking there. Um, Rich, what about you, mate? Chargers. 2,600. It's mainly, like, we, we've seen the New England Patriots offense has been somewhat inconsistent with Cam. Cam's got the helm. He just doesn't fit what the Patriots want to do. He doesn't That's fit the, a quarterback either. Uh, I'm not getting that far. Be nice. He, he really struggles to throw a ball. Yeah. I, I, can't, I don't think can't he, say I'm wrong there. He, he's I, not a good passer of the ball. I think, he, I think he's a fine quarterback. The issue is that he doesn't fit what the Patriots want to do. That's the issue. It just doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Like, not he's not that far removed from leading the Panthers to a Super Bowl. Five um, years ago, 
it's not it's not that long ago. Was it? Doesn't feel that long ago. Camera Maybe I'm just it. old. But even so, um Chargers, you know the, the biggest issue they had is is kind of health. But you know, had a couple of big defensive pieces come back. Yeah. So you know, this feels to me like a like a, a game to to target, and the price is is pretty sweet as well, twenty six hundred. Yeah, Bosa played really well against um, Buffalo last week as well, so you'd be hoping you kind of follow. Yeah, that I mean they've got it all. They've kind of got sacks. They've got like the second. Who's the guy that they signed from the Broncos? Harris. Yeah, um, he's back. Um, they are missing Derwin James, aren't they? Been missing him all season. I know. No, I mean, as in, as a defense in general, they're missing his presence. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are missing him. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, they're, they're they're doing fine. So they're bringing pressure on at the front, which uh, which I think with um, how the Patriots have been playing, you know, their offense again hasn't been that good. Um, they're just chewing clock, which is why it maybe doesn't show up as much as it um, it could. So twenty six hundred, pretty good price. Cool. Um, I've got a couple that I quite like. Um, I would, I really probably shouldn't have put these in the in the lower value, but the Saints. I don't know why I put them in this. Um, thirty six hundred, um, fourteen, sixteen, fourteen, sixteen. The last four games, that's DK points. Last time I played the Falcons, 16 points, sacked Matt Ryan eight times with the revolving offensive line that the Falcons have. Um, yeah, I think they'll sack Ryan a few times again this week. Um, and they're just getting points. I don't think they weren't, they, they're picking up towards the, 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 the kind of the back end of the season points wise and how they're playing. So, yeah, 3,600 for them. Um, I will go to, I'll leave one till the end. Where am I looking? Uh, I can't find them. On the other side of the ball, so the ones you like, Liam. Mm. The Seahawks. Yeah. Um, it seems like the Seahawks are literally... It feels like they're just blitzing every single time, trying to get get to the quarterback before the quarterback can absolutely rinse their secondary. And the last four weeks, seven sacks against Buffalo, three sacks against the Rams, three sacks against Arizona, and then six sacks last week. I'm, I'm going, just, I'm, I'm searching for sacks here, and obviously they're going up against the Giants. Not exactly a massively potent offense. So I'm not, with Colt McCoy at the exactly, I'm not expecting the Giants to put 30, the Giants might get 17, 20 points up, but I'm not expecting 30 odd points against them. So, yeah, you're chasing the sacks with the Seahawks. Um, has anyone else got anyone? Any other defense? Uh, Rams. Cool. Just Aaron Donald again, yeah. causing issues with uh, combined with um, Floyd. Secondary is decent, so we we've seen that Murray can look a bit shaken. So I'm not saying I I feel more confident putting the Chargers in than the Rams. Yeah. But, um, Worth a worth a nomination. Uh, okay, third week running boys, you can laugh again. I'm back, baby. No, nah, get off the get back. off the train. <laughs> two, two weeks in a row, I've suggested them. Five five points against New Orleans first time. Twenty eight points last week. Um, the Falcons' defense is actually starting to turn up a little bit now. 
and it's so very Atlanta Falcony that they start they do absolute garbage until basically we can't do anything for the rest of the season and they decide you know we're, we're going to turn up and play a little bit yes it against the, the the Raiders um it was a fantastic game I, I it's Taysom Hill he he fumbles the ball he's he doesn't look fantastic throwing it well he looks bad throwing the deep ball I think they'll get after him I really do um and what 2400 get six 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 to ten points I'm happy with that from there really um I'm, I'm guessing you boys don't like him like you have in the last couple of weeks um I like the fact that they've got Phil on Taysom Hill now um but so yeah I mean they can't do much worse than what they did previously against him so yeah, yeah. just just dare him to throw the deep ball dare him to throw the deep ball and then stand 15 yards forward and catch it I think Taysom Hill probably does score a, a uh, guess his first ever passing touchdown this week. That's just a, a guess. You'd like to think so. <laughs> for his first start. For a quarterback, yeah. For a quarterback. Okay, right. That's uh, our kind of mid to low value plays, guys. Shall we go on to stacks? Let's do it. Let's go on to stacks, shall we? Um, Liam, stack. Give me a stack. Um, pretty obvious one, Rogers and Adams. And if you want to get extra uh, differential, Bobby Tonya, add, add on to that as well. Like that, like that. Rich, give us one. Uh, I won't give you the obvious one, so I'll give you Rivers Pittman. Okay, cool. I've got Rivers, Rivers and Hines and Pittman as a stack, which I quite like. Uh, Rich, have you got a second one? Herbert and Allen, that was the obvious one. Shocker. Absolute yeah. shocker. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Liam? Um, cousins, feeling. Uh, again, if you want to give a different, Irv Smith, if he's fit and ready to go. Cool. No, I've, I've kind of... I've got two down here, which... And I, I said to myself, I'll make a decision when it gets to me. <laughs> and you haven't. <laughs> I, I, I really haven't. This is the difficult one. Uh, it... I don't hate the Tannehill AJ Brown stack, um, yeah. but I'm but I do prefer the Mitch Trubisky David Montgomery Allen Robinson stack for for the uh, Bears going up against the Lions. It's not I thought like you'd that. Yeah, it's it's not that it's not that expensive. So yeah, I quite like that. Um, any other stacks? Or are we happy to move on to player of the week? Uh, yes, move on. Player of the week. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm starting player of the week because I want to get in front of this just in case. My player of the week's Brashad Perryman. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Thirty nine hundred going up against the Raiders for that price. You could, I reckon, I, I genuinely think you could get five times value on him. You could, you he could get nearly twenty points. I think, I, I don't think, I think that's kind of his top. But at thirty nine hundred, I'm, I'm all over Brashad Perryman this week, all over him. I mean, I like him, but say player of the week. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's bold. That's a, that's a bold tactic. Let's see if that pays off. Yeah, probably won't. Who's your player of the week, Rich? Um, my player of the week is... <laughs> Get his notepad out. So, so, so many. I, yeah, I can't... Well, all right, I'm just going to say... Uh, I'm going to say Michael Thomas. 7,000? Wow. Is it that much? Yeah. Seven thousand yeah, Falcons. 
Yeah. I don't agree with you that the <laughs> Falcons defense. So no, I just don't agree with you that the Falcons defense is going to be any any good. So I think uh, Michael Thomas might even be the the person that gives Taysom Hill his first receiving touchdown. So there like you go. It, like it. Liam, who's yours, mate? Uh, Adam Phelan, seventy-three hundred. Uh, two touches, nice matchup. Uh, end zone targets, a hell of a lot. Um, yeah, hard to argue with that, really, in my cool. opinion. Yeah. Um, Liam, start us with bust of the week, mate. Ooh, bust of the week. Um, you know, I haven't thought about this too much. It feels too easy to say someone like Alvin Kamara these days. Um, I'm yeah, going to go. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, you came back to me actually sorry yeah, I'll come back. Rich who's your bust of the week mate um, I'm going to say the bust of the week is going to be I feel, I feel like I want to say Aaron Jones why because I just think like we just spoke we spoke about it before like the defensive line of Philly is actually decent um, and I think the way that the Packers will, will take this team apart will be through the air okay that's that's why I think it's going to be you know Rogers. And Matt LaFleur are effective enough to say, where's the weak weakness of this? Through the air. Okay, well, we're just going to run. We're just going to pass it then. Like it. Liam, how are we looking? I'm going to, well, you might say it's a cheat. I want to say Josh Jacobs. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, that's definitely a cheat. That's a cheat. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot have Josh Jacobs. Mate, if, okay. if, if you thought, if you, can, you can say Alvin Kamara if you really want to. No, you know, no, no. I, say Alvin if, I mean, if you're going to say Josh Jacobs, I'm going to say Will Fuller. <laughs> I mean, at least Chase has got a chance of playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go Calvin Ridley then. Oh, yeah, I lo- I think Helio's going to get see a lot of the ball this week. Um, so I will say Calvin Ridley. Okay, cool, like that. Um, I did have Kamara noted down, even though he's he's what seven thousand this week. He was he's dropped. He was 9,200 two weeks ago. He was 8,200 last week. And now he's 7,000. So they are dropping his price significantly. But the fact that he's basically not seeing any targets, which is huge for Alvin Kamara's game. And the fact that they're using a lot of Latavius Murray and Taysom Hill likes to run as well. So, yeah, so that's quite scary. Another one is Hopkins against the Rams. Yeah, he's going to get the Rams. 7,800, he's getting the Ramsey treatment. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm having. I'm going to have zero DeAndre Hopkins in any of my lineups this week. Yeah, I'll be replacing him with Brashad Perryman. God, help nice me. price difference. God help me. God help me. Um, so yeah, okay. So that was the, um, the the player of the week and the bust of the week. Right, guys, let's get on to our lineups for this week, shall we? Same as last week, position by position. Kind of, it's kind of. I quite like doing that because I can see everyone, both your faces, and kind of the disgust when you hear my lineup. It's just like, why have you got him in there? Ugh, it's crap. Um, Rich, start us off with quarterback. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Liam. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I've I've got Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Fifty-four hundred going up against Detroit. Um, Rich, running back one. Uh, Sanders. 6,700, isn't he? 6,700, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, Liam, who's your running back one? Austin Eckler, 7,100. Going up against the Patriots, like it. Uh, my running back one is Nick Chubb, 7,700, going up against Tennessee. Rich, you're running back two, buddy. 
Uh, David Montgomery, 5,500. Yeah. Liam? Chris Carson, 6,300. My running back two is Kareem Hunt at 5,400. So the double... He's got the double... Double He's the double running back stack. The running back stack, actually, yeah. As a as a bold strategy, I, I think this is the second time I've done it in our competition. I think this it I've, done it, I've done it before. I've definitely done it before. I think um, your wide receiver one, Rich, um, Adam Thielen, Liam, Devontae Adams. Ooh. Mine is uh, Adam Thielen, seventy three hundred going up against Jacksonville wide receiver two at Liam. I'm going, I'm going the other way now. Liam? Oh, okay, right. Uh, Keep it up. Oh, like that. Uh, Rich? Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Slant boy himself. <laughs> uh, my wide receiver two is um, Alan Robinson. Uh, 6,700 going up against Detroit. So, yeah, I've got two stacks already in this. This should, this should work well for me. Uh, Rich, go on. Give us your wide receiver three. Alan Robinson. Yeah. Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella. Yeah, no, 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 no Fitzgerald this week, so uh, he's was, in the slot. No Fitzgerald last week. Exactly. What did you, what did you do? Let's have a little look. <laughs> well, um, you look at my wide receiver three is my player of the week. It's Rashad Perryman, day nine hundred gun up against the Raiders. Rich, your tight end. Tonyan. Bobby. Liam. Yeah, Tonyan. Okay, this is where I did a last-minute swap for my tight end and flex. Could pay off. Um, I did have Trey Burton in there, but I switched him to Jordan Aikens, 2,900, going up against the Colts. Instead, 8,200, going up against the New York Giants. And your defence, Rich? Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Liam? Uh, New York Giants. I've got the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> what are you laughing for? I just knew, as soon as you said I, I moved off of Burton, I was like, I could have written it. If you'd give me like two seconds, I'd have written Akins as a guest. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Who's your flex, Rich? Uh, Bashar Perriman. Liam? David Montgomery. My flex was AJ Brown. So I was going with the Trey Burton, AJ Brown. And I went with DK Metcalf. You're 2400. <laughs> Rich, run us down your team, buddy. Uh, Mitch Risky at quarterback, Sanderson Montgomery at running back, wide receivers, Alan Thielen, Michael Thomas, Alan Robinson. Flex is Bashar Perriman. And tight end is Tonyan. And DST are my boys from Green Bay. Liam? All back, Aaron Rodgers, running back one, Austin Eckler, running back two, Chris Carson. Uh, wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Andy Isabella. Uh, by the way, he got 7.3 points last week, Andy Isabella. Um, Robert Tonya in tight end, uh, David Montgomery in the flex, and New York Giants defence. Mine is Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. My running backs are Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. My wide receivers are Adam Thielen, Alan Robinson, Rashad Perryman. My tight end is Jordan Aikens. My flex is DK Metcalf. And my defense is my Atlanta Falcons. Um, I'm, I'm interested. Anyone who's watching or listening to this, 
just drop us a, a Twitter message at season on DFS. Um, saying which team you think is going to win out of our little heads up competition because I think there are three, 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 a couple of similarities, but yeah, I think I th- I'm feeling good about it this week. Why don't we put it out as a poll? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Let's do it. Let's do that. I will put that out as a poll later on this evening. I will say to you now, though, if I lose, I am emotionally fragile. We all know that. <laughs> um, we all I want might to cry. Rich. Yeah, but the thing is, we all want to see you cry, Rich. So. Yeah, it's fair. So you, that's what I'm saying. So if you want to see me cry, you know how to do it. You can send me defective furniture or, uh, or criticise my DFS lineups. What will make me cry is if I lose and I would have won if I had Trey Burton and AJ Brown. That, that would make, make me, me well, yeah. That would make me happy. That will make me cry. Um, where can we find you both, Rich? Where can we find you on Twitter, mate? Uh, Rich King FF or K Fancy underscore Sport. And your website, KingFancySports.com. Bada bing, bada boom. Liam, what about you, buddy? Yeah, uh, Dolphin Abroad on Twitter or the DolphinAbroad.wordpress.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie underscore Byram, B-Y-R-O-M-K-M uh, <laughs> or at Season of DFS, uh, which is obviously SLD main Twitter handle and the website is www.seasonlongdfs.com. And yeah, we'll put a poll up for these uh, our teams and we'll see who everyone thinks is going to win. And reasons why it's not Jamie. What was that? And reasons why it's not James. <laughs> reasons why it's not me. Well, I, I'm, 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 I'm putting it all on Cleveland, just running the ball 50 times. That's, that's yeah, what it's I'm for. There's worse strategies, to be fair. Yes. Like, I don't know, um, riches. <laughs> Your worst, not mine. I just said what you were thinking, Liam. Right, boys. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining me. And we will catch up next week cool peace out see you then bye